0: Welcome to the Builders Podcast, episode 35, Matt's first solo episode on YouTube, productivity, choosing clients, automation, and more. Before we dig into this episode, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to this podcast or our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Well, give us a thumbs up after you've watched it. I mean, you might want to wait. (laughs) I truly appreciate your support. Let's dive in. Well, here I am. I wasn't sure after moving to YouTube, not moving to YouTube, but adding YouTube in, that I didn't know what solo episodes would look like. Like, how am I going to do that? (laughs) I like doing the guest episodes, you know, get split screen and it's exciting. But am I going to be able to do a solo just looking at myself and doing this thing? And I think the answer is yes, because we're doing it right now, aren't we? I actually reconfigured my office a little bit. One of the things that, so I'm not, I'm pretty new at doing video. You'll note that probably Uh, up until, you know, the first 30 or so episodes of the Builders podcast, I just did audio. And not because I didn't want to or, you know, I was concerned about doing video so much. I just tried to keep things simple. I wasn't sure where I'd go with the podcast, you know, if I would stick with it or not. And uh, and then I was talked into by one of my guests to uh, do video because why not? And it gives me more exposure and more value, uh, more things I can do with video, you know, than just audio. So So that's, why i I thought i would try it so the last three episodes has been with guests but now with the solo yeah i i'm like okay i'm doing this thing let's let's try it let's try it maybe i'll go to audio next week (laughs) but i did reconfigure things i i usually just sit at my desk i got a desk in a corner like one of those corner desks i got two corner desks actually and usually my laptop, I do everything on my laptop in terms of recording and it just sits there and you can kind of see my window and, and my, uh, PC. I have a PC on the other side of the room here. Uh, I got my Mac over here where I do most of my business, all my business, my PC is more for fun. Uh, but what, you know, that's usually what you see in my background, but sometimes i don't know if that's distracting or not distracting or if it's something if it really matters but well if i actually and the problem is even even if i'm even if i move my mac over i'm still kind of far from this wall and then you would see my doors and there's other distractions (laughs) i thought well maybe if i move it forward and i get closer to the wall you'll just see the wall and there will be no distractions at all. Maybe I'd put, like, a really nice bookcase back here eventually, uh, like a lot of YouTubers do. <laughs> uh, but we're going to try this. We're going to try this. And, we're, you know, like, I don't even need to worry about a green screen. I'll just have this nice yellowish background, and life is good. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to try this. I was trying, you know, I'm going to try the mic. I actually have a mic. I usually I have a, uh, a standing mic. Uh, on my desk over there, but I thought I'd try this uh, clip-on mic and see if that uh, improves the sound. One of the things I'm working through. So I, I, the last three episodes that, and you know, the first ones I posted on YouTube, I actually switched over from just doing Zoom because I was just doing audio anyway, and the audio was good enough. Uh, but I decided to switch over to Riverside, Riverside.fm, and to do my podcasting and do these recordings like I'm doing now. But really, the first three, I had all kinds of audio issues. I had to clean up so much audio. And I'm still kind of diagnosed, troubleshooting that, you know. Uh, but I think maybe part of it is because I don't use headphones and there's feedback. I don't know what that all is, but that's something I got to work, work with, <laughs> figure out. Uh, but this I actually did some tests with this, and it, it seemed to be pretty clear and, and good. But there's not going to be feedback if you're solo because no one else is talking, right? <laughs> but, but I can do really cool things, uh, though, with Riverside. I can add in uh, laugh tracks. <laughs> I won't do that too often. I'll save you. But, yeah, so that's what's going on. And so we're going to try a solo today. I'm just going to actually uh, just kind of recap, you know, again, uh, the last three weeks. We had some great guests. We had... Uh we had our last guest was Mohammed, who's a friend that I actually met him in high school. Um, and when he was going back to my hometown. He was in my hometown. He was staying with my family uh instead of going back to his country. But you can go back to the episode and learn all about that stuff. But Mohammed and we had um Volva was one of the first ones I did on Riverside, was the first one I did on Riverside. He's the guy that talked me into doing video. I apologize. <laughs> you, or you can you can talk to him it's his fault uh but uh volva's a great guy uh wilson i've been friends with him for years um i've known will you know wilson for years i knew had known volva for a number of years Mohammed for a number of years you see a pattern <laughs> i'm bringing on all my friends so but that's no, cool and uh, we got more guests lining up um got just talked to somebody yesterday about coming on so we'll have more guests But, you know, I I still think I want this podcast to be uh, maybe mostly guests, but some solos in between where I can just talk, you know, and uh, bore the heck out of you. (laughs) Let's hope not. But, uh, yeah, so it's – because it's it's one of those things that, for me, podcasting and now YouTube, it's got to be something that it's not – It's not a side gig so much. It's something that I want to do. I want to do podcasting, but it can't can't overtake my life. I was just talking to my friend yesterday about that, where it's like, I I can see pod... Well, for sure, YouTube, and for sure, podcasting can become your business. It's very easy. It wants to be a business. It feels like there's a lot of things you can do with podcasting. It could be my full-time business, seeking out people to talk to, expanding the content, do more of it. There is so much you could do. But for me, see I, I run an agency, a web design agency, and, and I am very busy. I've been doing that for almost three years. It'll be three years in January, where it's official. Um, and in that time frame, first couple of years kind of slow, but this year we've just exploded. Um and I, ha- I actually have four full-time people doing stuff for me every day and others. And so I got a team and I'm, and we have a continuous stream of projects coming in I'm almost on an hourly basis. I have clients sending me stuff. And, and so I'm very, very busy. and But I still want to do podcasts. And I started doing podcasts because, uh, because I want to do po- content. And... I've been doing some blogging too. Uh, the content I'm on social media, posting stuff, but uh, content's an important part of that's kind of my marketing for my business. So, so podcasting's been doing great. It actually has a lot of benefits, including you know just building relationships with other business people, you know, business to business so agencies and. And uh, talking business, I enjoy talking business too. So um, it's the perfect podcast for me because I can talk about business all day long and marketing and websites and all that stuff. I'm, I'm a nerd that way, but uh, it's the perfect avenue for me. But again, I'm mean, you know I'm like super. My <laughs> actually, I actually have a business, I and mean, I'm not at a point in my business where I can you know don't have to work. <laughs> I'm not just the owner, and everyone's doing the work for me. I'm still very much in the work. In fact, it's been an interesting uh, arc. Uh, you know, the be- first two years, uh, you know, this time last year, I was pretty much a solopreneur uh, working on myself, uh, you know, by myself. I uh, was probably working on myself too. And I would outsource stuff. The first two years I would outsource, but just like one-off stuff. You know, uh, if I got a project and I needed help on, I would, somebody would, I would reach out to one of my developer friends and they would help me out. But, uh, last December I hired my first employee and then, you know, obviously several more after that, I got a virtual assistant to help me with customer support and, uh, the marketing and all this stuff and stuff like that. So, so yeah, so very busy, but, but it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting arc. And, um, I, I threw in podcasting there, like I said, and, and, uh, I didn't know what I would, where it would go, but I. I, at this point, I mean, who knows? Like in twenty years, maybe I retired from being a web design agency owner, and I am just doing podcasting. It could still be the builders, except we're building like uh, I don't know log cabins or something. I don't know. Uh, so I am going to reference my phone periodically. So this is how I am going to do this. So most most of what I am doing here, if you can't tell, is unscripted. So my goal with the builders has always been to be relaxed all my guests i you know when i have a guest on i'm like i just want it to be like two friends talking about business it's something i would do anyway with friends we just are hitting record right so you know you're being recorded so you might not say all the things you would normally say but (laughs) but yeah we just kind of keep it chill and i might have a short bullet list even all the solo podcasts i've done up, up until now I always have a, maybe a bullet list of maybe ten things, and sometimes I I just completely lose track and just talk about whatever. But uh, I try to you know if I do get lost a little bit, I want some structure uh, to this. But I I can talk and talk and talk like I'm doing now. So the river we talked about the Riverside test. See that's my first bullet, and <laughs> it really was a test. I mean you got to test things, and we actually. I also tested the day I was doing podcasts. So we started the first 30 episodes were all on Mondays. <laughs> They're all on Mondays. I would release them Monday morning or by by noon. And and they actually were doing pretty good. And but then, you know, like and you know like uh I want to improve. You know, I want to get I want more of an audience. I want to grow my audience. And being an analytics guy, I am. I got to test things and all that stuff. So, and you always read, you know. You know, well, you do your reading, right? Like, you go to Google and you say, what are the best times of the week to post your, to publish your podcast and all that? And a lot of them say, there's a variety of them. But Wednesdays, Thursdays, really good. Maybe Friday's. No one was ever mentioning Mondays, and that's where I was, right? So I'm like, you know what? Maybe if we move it to Wednesday, it'll do better. Well, I can tell after a month, four episodes, that it's not doing better. (laughs) The actual... when I, I was expecting an increase, and I got a decrease by about half. So we're going back to Mondays, and that's when this will probably be posting. So... So that was the Riverside test. Besides the fact I was testing the quality and how it worked, I actually really like the Riverside setup. Uh, it's got some really cool features, not just the laugh tracks, but <laughs> really cool features. It's really easy. Um, all my guests need is a Chrome browser. They don't need to even install Zoom if they don't want to. That's part of the reason I. Part of the reason we did the episode. Why it was a good time to start with testing Riverside with Volva was because. He's actually in Israel, and uh, he has trouble with Zoom for some reason. So he wasn't going to be able to do the podcast unless they used something else. And I suppose we could have done Google Meet or something. But I'm like, well, I wanted to test this, so let's do it. And we did. But so far, so good. I don't, know. I don't think I'm going back to Zoom. So uh, we talked a little bit about the past three guests. I wasn't even looking at my bullets starting out. I don't know how long I've been talking. Um, the move to YouTube. So, yeah, YouTube's been an interesting thing, too. So, obviously, Volvo was uh, his whole, I, whole thought process was, well, you could put it up on YouTube, you know, for starters. And uh, then we can do other things, repurpose the content stuff. And... I've tried YouTube in the past I've done a little bit here and there but I never got any traction you know never I think I had one subscriber before this. I have five right now on YouTube I'm very excited about that. that's five times more than the last time I tried doing stuff on YouTube. amazing <laughs> I'm I'm a winner uh, but this, so I have been kind of though avoiding YouTube uh for quite a while again because i'm busy and when you're a busy person you've got a business you need to focus that's really it's hard to do there's a lot of distractions and everyone's telling you go do this go do that you know you should be doing this i'm doing this you should be doing it and, and even volvo is like you should be doing video youtube and i and i'm like okay i've been doing audio for enough this is just a little bit more but i still am going to find a way to keep it simple. Right, I'm still gonna find a way to keep it simple. So, you know, just kind of increment it a little bit. And I have help, so I don't have to do everything myself. Like my VA can help with some stuff and and whatever. But uh, still, I want to be very cautious that I don't add something that's gonna, you know, just all of a sudden take you know twenty hours a week to do stuff. But uh, but it's working out good, and and I I'm really happy actually to be you at YouTube. I'm a big consumer of YouTube. I have been for many, many years. Probably since the beginning. I don't know about the beginning days, but right now, like every night, you can ask my wife someday if you ever talk to her. But like one of the things I do, like late at night before bed, the last, probably the last hour at least of the evening, I'm on YouTube. And especially not shorts on YouTube. Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm addicted to shorts so and, and it's like you can just scroll through those and it's, it's just ridiculous and they're so perfect because if you only have like an extra minute and then 20 minutes later um, but no I, I literally do I, have, I subscribe to a lot of channels I actually have a separate account uh, like a private account that I use for all that so all my subscriptions are on there you'd never find me it's under a different name Uh, but yeah, that's, so that's what, uh, so I love YouTube and I'm really, really excited to be here and hopefully build a decent audience if people can put up with me. (laughs) But yeah, uh, so what else do I want to talk about? I actually want to talk a little bit about business. So, you know, I've, I've, I've referenced a few times that I'm very busy and I am, and you have to, again, be very delicate with the decisions you make that you don't take on something that that is overwhelming and because everything you do especially once you get to that busy place where every hour of your day there's things you, for you could you could do when you get to that place anything you put in there can disrupt and move those other things around or there's ripple effects even later into the week when you should have been working on something and you and you you know and and it's due on Thursday or Friday <laughs> and your clients like what? What? You haven't started it. <laughs> I. Uh, side note. I as I was looking at myself doing this, I, I watched a video where I guess today now when they say you know pretend you're on the phone, the kids do this. I still do this. I'm an old guy. Anyway, uh, but yeah. So, but doing that, uh, get, being that busy is, is a crazy thing. But one of the things that I've also I talk a lot about productivity. If you ever watch my content or read my content, I talk a lot about productivity. What are those automation systems, processes, all that really nerdy, crazy stuff I like to talk about? Uh, that's just my thing. And automation is one of those things, though. It's always, I'm always looking at things that I'm doing in my business. It's like, can I automate that? Can I give that first, can I give that to somebody else to do? Or can I find a tool that's going to automate that for me? And my latest thing is this integration between uh, Automate.io. It's, there's other, there's competitors out there, uh, but it's basically an automation tool that integrates with all kinds of different third-party tools and uh, allows you to, you know, have everything work together and notify things and whatever. But Automate.io, and then Monday.coms. Uh, actually, one of my guests, Stephen uh, Stephen Downey. <laughs> Stephen, uh, he uh, he's got he's got like three names, but I'm just gonna call him Steven. Um But he actually said he was using Monday.com. Now I can't move over Monday.com completely, just because I'm already kind of baked into what I do. I use Atlassian, and I use those tools. I use very specific things. But what I could do with Monday.com is is use it as a central. Place to see everything, and that's really challenging with an agency as you grow. Because I have clients that are using Basecamp, I have clients that are using Asana, I have clients that just love their email, I have clients that have me in their email, like I have uh, domain emails with other clients, so I have all these different places to keep track of. We're in Trello. So. <laughs> So, but what I've been able to do with Monday is, and I'm still kind of refining this, but what I'm able to do is use automation. Either Monday.com has automation, but then uh, Automate.io also uh, can create some automation. So when I get a specific email, it can add it to a certain list in there or whatever, and then I can create dashboards where I can see if there's any new things going on from where. I can use that kind of a central repository. I might still visit those other places, but at least once or a couple times a day, I can go in there and do I miss anything, you know? (laughs) Because that's really important to not miss things and make sure that, you know, and with my team, I do a lot of assigning projects. So I got to look at the requirements, who's going to do that for me, assign that. I got to make sure all that stuff's captured. It's crazy. It is crazy stuff. If you ever, if you ever think about, Building an agency, or you want to do a large business of any kind, know what you're getting into. (laughs) Uh, No, it's all good. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it, but it's not for everyone. You know, uh, some people, you know, it it would be just better to be just continue being a freelancer, and there's nothing wrong with that. Or work for somebody else. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, There's something for everybody. Uh, For some reason, my mind uh, likes to be tortured. Uh, So. But one of the other things that I want to talk a little bit about, too, and and this is kind of a fresh thing, uh, in in the course of the last couple of years, uh, one of the things, and you can't, there's a difference between when you first start a business and when you're uh, kind of mature a little bit, and you're in your third year, like I am, is that in the beginning, you're going to take more crap from people. You're going to (laughs) take... Jobs that maybe aren't that great, but you need to make some money, right? And you will put up with a lot more in the beginning. Or you should, if you want, if you want to make money. And, and that's true. And you might take, in my case, it might take smaller clients in the beginning, or it might, which I did, and, uh, and like I said, put up with more. But as time goes on, and you get to a point where you're, you're in a good place with your revenue you got good cash flow. You got good clients. You can start saying no to things, or you can fire clients. I say fire clients, but it's always you know it's usually this understood situation. I had somebody a few weeks, a few months back, where we parted ways, and it was inevitable because I. It's not so much I grew ok her, but she did not have the budget anymore. And so there wasn't much I could do for her. We, you know, we were a little more higher end and I think she needed somebody that was, you know, lower cost (laughs) and could do more and could dedicate their time to her and stuff. So um, we had a good one, you know, year long uh, relationship, but eventually she found somebody else that could, you know, do what she needed to be, be done for her budget. So those are the type of things that can happen, too, where you're going to make a decision. And actually, in that decision, I am kind of look back at that. I should have probably made that decision for her a lot earlier, you know, because I knew that I couldn't take care of her. At, at some point, she told me she could only uh, afford X amount. And I'm like, I can't do a whole lot. So she wanted me to do all this stuff. I'm like, I can't. And I should have had a conversation earlier. We learn our lessons. I've also severed ties with people that we just didn't... Something wasn't gelling. And that just happened again recently. Very recently. It's very fresh. And we were testing each other. This was actually very new. And and when we... When I first started a relationship with another agency or another person or not client, you know, in the first few weeks, uh, first project, two projects, you're really testing each other out. Is this going to be a good fit? Can we get along? And we... There was something uh, with him that just, there was a lot of red flags. And I just made the decision, actually, this past weekend on Saturday. And I I just was like, I, I can't. So I sent an email to him. I said, you know what? I said, you know, there's some issues here. Um, I'm just not going to be able to work with you. This will be our last project. We're finishing up the project we're working. I'm, I'm not... Not professional, you know. Uh, I suppose there's a scenario where I say, Bye bye. (laughs) They're being a real pain, but I wanted to finish it up and and, and end our relationship on a positive note. But it's all business, it's not personal, right? In that situation, uh, we, I just, there was something that I, I just, my instincts, something was was off. And uh, he was, there was there was a number of things so that's I just want to talk about that a little bit just I think it's it's really important to to learn how to say no to things um, you have to determine the type of people that you can work with it's just like your team who do you want to hire you know who what what kind of culture do you want to uh, you know maintain um, in this case I couldn't one of the one of the factors was is I could not, because I'm so busy and I have all these other clients, I have large clients. I can't have a single client take my mental bandwidth from me. And, and, you know, like I was getting to this point where I was concerned about him. Like, like, you know, is he, you know, is he upset? What is he upset about (laughs) or whatever, you know, like what is going on? And now I'm thinking about that. I'm not doing other stuff. And it takes, you have to, you know, you want to surround yourself if possible by positive people, people you can work with that have, you know, that you mesh with. And if it's not there, it's okay to say no, you know, and the other person should be okay with that too. So, yeah, so that's the thing. That's one of the things with business. Uh, one of the, the last couple things I wanted to talk about is uh, things related to, to our products and our services. Uh, some of you will know that we, own Hexeter.com. Hexeter is a WordPress-themed marketplace. It's got a long history. I won't get into it all today, but it's a business that I acquired a few years back. I worked for a company that actually initially launched it, and uh, and then when I started my agency, I acquired it. Um, they asked me if I wanted it, and I took it. Uh, but uh, unless something crazy happens today Uh, it looks like I'm going to be shutting her down. So I'll I'll make an edit to this if that didn't happen, but I'm pretty confident that we're going to be shutting it down. I'm actually talking to a couple other developers. We're talking about uh, some developer friends of mine that we could actually partner together with uh, to see if there's anything else we could do with Hexer, any other fresh ideas. But uh, there's a a number of reasons uh, that i decided it was time uh we first started building these themes back in 2014 lots changed in that time they are actually quite out of date and it we need a lot of work to bring up to to kind of catch up to where wordpress is going with gutenberg and all that stuff uh they're they're still the designs are great they still can be used uh we'll probably use them with clients to maybe to, as a base to customize uh and uh provide themes that way we're still going to keep those themes we still have a customer base that i'm sure will be using them for quite a while i don't know how long we'll actually support them but it's it's just time and also i'm looking at from my whole business perspective Uh, unified web design my agency is doing like way better than i thought it would this year (laughs) i had goals for my business this year We, my goals were like here and we're like up here. So, so we're doing very, very well. And I want to continue focusing on that. I don't want to lose control of that. Hexer was doing, okay, we like, so we got a, we had a good user base. We sold thousands of themes over the years, but uh, the revenue wasn't there. And it just, it just didn't make sense, right? In context of what else I'm doing. I also am, am launching a new product early next year, hopefully early next year, Unified Toolkit. And Unified Toolkit is actually targeted towards agencies, freelancers, and businesses. And But it blends in with my agency in a very specific way. So it complements very much what we're doing. So I actually, I, I couldn't justify putting resources, more resources on Hexeter, but I can justify putting them on Unified Toolkit, and I wanted to do that. I want. I think it's an it's a really interesting idea and product. I think it's going to bring a lot of value. So I'm doing that. So, so that's what's going on. Uh, so I, you know, Hexer. It's closing down. Hexeter is a tough one because I have a lot invested in it. I was the guy that built the original framework that everything's built on. And worked with uh, Wilson and Jason Fladlin at Rapid Crush to develop all that and and uh, build. We built almost a hundred themes in those years, uh, but things happen, you know. Uh, still business, so you have to kind of separate your emotions uh, and your feelings about something when you're in business, and uh, and make the right decisions for for your business. and I'm not making decisions just for myself anymore. I'm making decisions for my employees and my future employees, hopefully, right? As my business grows, I'm going to employ more people and, and now I got to start thinking about it, you know, not, not just my feelings anymore. I got to think about my business and make sure that we can continue to grow and, and uh, do great things. We want to help the world with their websites and maintaining them and uh, providing helping other agencies and all the stuff we want to do. Um, so we just need to focus. So that's what's happened with Hexer. It's actually going to, there, we're doing it in such a way. We're going to just shut it down. We may still actually have a landing page where people can get sign up to just continue to get WordPress related information. Uh, we still have a list. I'm going to still continue. I got to take a drink. Hang on. It's in dry. Uh, we're going to still continue to send out to that list and talk to them because th- there's there's people there that are interested in what we're doing. So, uh, but then of course, uh, in, and we can talk to them about Unified Toolkit and maybe eventually a bunch of them will jump on that bandwagon. But uh, yeah, so that's where we're at. Uh, I guess that's um, that's all I want to talk about today. So this is exciting. I did my first video podcast. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this podcast or provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, please find your way to the builders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, Unified Web Design. That's my agency. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you're interested in our services, or looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top, fill out that form, and it will open a ticket, and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.